thank you for checking out the Missio Day Humble Park podcast and joining us as we join God as he makes all things new. We are excited to pursue his heart for the greatest city on earth and the center of the city in this great neighborhood of Humble Park. stars remember the adventure that we walk in of family. Ruth responding to Naomi, who Naomi is trying to scare back off into the world um, and telling her to go, go find life, go find life. And Ruth says, Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following you, for wherever you go, I will go, and wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. There is something about our lives when we are really reckless with them generously when we are giving to each other not just of our time not just of our resources not just of our strength not just of our encouragement to each other there is something supernatural that begins to happen when we remember to follow and we remember to leave peace in our wake that always isn't the case even in these days where there's so much chaos that seems to be raging in the world and we are called now to hold on to everything. We are called to hold back. We are called to not put everything out there on the table because it may not work out. Me personally, I don't have any other way to live but to be all out and all in to say, Lord, what what would you have me do? What would you have me do? That's what I shall do. And constantly in scripture, we find moments where people would put everything, all of their chips to the middle of the table, all of their future, all of their social status, all of those chips would be pushed to the middle of of the table. And God was so astounded with Ruth and this comment that he said, you know what? I am going to place you directly in the line of Jesus. That Abraham said, oh, I'm looking at the stars. Okay, there's Ruth up at the star where he couldn't possibly see. And there begins to be a connection, a thread that runs all the way through to Jesus. Where she was a Gentile, outcast, and a widow. God is ridiculous. Gentile outcast and a widow who goes into Israel as a foreigner and God grants her the ability to be placed in a line of Jesus. That there is something about us being generous with our lives. And so many of us will say, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to give, Lord. I mean, look, what did you think Ruth had? Husband gone, No children, no sons. In a world that was patriarchal, that was everything to them. But she still gives her life in a pursuit of peace, which peace is the promise of future security. 
It is understanding that you are going to be taken care of. That that is the that is the least a family can do and a transformative nature of community. That when people walk in here and they're at the back of the line chronologically, I don't know anybody in here. I don't I don't even know. I just Googled this and came in here. I don't know. When they walk in, they should be the victim of our generosity. They should be the victim of our love. They should understand that we leave peace in our wake because that's who we are. That it takes courage to do that even in community. It takes courage to do that even in our families because we are saying that my heart posture before the Lord and receiving those who I don't know as well as those who are ahead of me, that peace will be left in a wake. I'm sure we all have stories or times where people believed in us more than we even believed in ourselves. I remember the first time I preached, I was 12 years old, and all these child care workers were like, you should preach. So I got to preach in front of the church, and look what I'm doing now. A part of that seed being planted in me. And even sometimes we think of these gifts that we are giving. Okay, you know, they got a minimum. I'm just giving a gift, you know, as a way to be a good Christian. No. I was a kid receiving this gift. I was a kid receiving the free turkey meal. I was a kid receiving the gift and eating food from a pantry. That was me. This is no simple thing that we do when we are offering our hearts generously to those. We are creating peace in a chaotic place. We are taking concern off the table for what am I going to get for Christmas or what am I going to eat? That we are offering peace to those as we are considering those behind us who are marginalized and of course considering those who are behind us in line. How do you leave spaces? Do you leave spaces in chaos? How do we consider those that we meet with. Trust me, it's not always easy, especially this week. It seemed like people were just on something in the city. I was on my bike, people honking at me, and like, it was just, I'm like, what is going on? It's like the Christmas crazies. Uh, I coined that term. So, everybody was just speeding around, and I'm like, everything feels so chaotic. But that doesn't take my responsibility off the table to be a peacemaker. Where I go, I leave peace. Even spaces that we leave, are we leaving our spaces clean? Are we having interactions with those who are maybe behind us? Maids, mailmen, people who are serving us in restaurants. Are we leaving peace in our wake? Are they impacted by a life that is generous to them? 
All this stuff matters. It matters what we tip. It matters how we make people feel in line, who are the checkout person making minimum wage. It, all this stuff matters. What we leave in our wake. That how can God begin to add to our family when we leave chaos? Just as we have been adopted into the body of Christ, so also we are called to be the adopters. So also are we called to open our arms. So many believers walk in a door and then slam it behind themselves. Competition has created in us this understanding of God being so small. But then it is, look at the stars. Look what God creates from a mere thought. And consider those who are following us. Yes, you are a leader. Yes, you are impacting someone right now. Yes, you are leaving a space. What are you leaving in your wake? Just as Ruth left home to go out into the unknown, just as Boaz left more wheat for her to gather up. It matters how we follow. And even Jesus followed. Now as the people were in expectation of Jesus coming and all reason in their hearts about John the Baptist, whether he was Christ or not, John answered saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Jesus followed John. He came after him in his wake. And who is this but only the Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the coming King, who is the chief of the stars shining in the heavens. That his way was prepared by the generosity of John. And of course, everyone knows about the generosity of Jesus, whose wake we exist in and live in to this moment. That there is something that happens when we remember those and we are generous. That the world has a much different idea of what it means to be successful. A much different idea of what it means to be a peacemaker. Peace is not a vacuum. Peace is not nothing happening. <laughs> it is the presence of God. That is what peace is. And nothing brings God to the party like generosity. In a time where 
the narrative is people don't have time, people don't have money, people don't have patience. Seems like we're running low on everything because we're giving. But it should be peace in our wake and not generosity. Some of you know I love to give out these postcards that I make and send out into the world. Uh, If you wonder why I do something like that, my name is Nathan, which in Hebrew literally means to give. So Nathan in the Bible was a prophet, and Nathan means to give. So I'm a prophet that gives. So, you know, if you're wondering why I try to force these on you, that's why, okay? (laughs) Take one, take one. (laughs) But I like to think of these as like little ideas. And it seems that the more that I give this away, the more that I have. It's like that in the kingdom. What you give away, you get more of. You get to keep. Because you look around us, God is so generous with his creation, giving us all this oxygen, giving us all these things that he has made and created, and then even laying it on the line and giving us his son. Yet there is a continual growing of peace in the midst of it. And here we are, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God. Do we make peace or do we make war? Or do we make anxiety and confusion in our wake? because we hold on to everything as opposed to letting it go. Jesus has given us an opportunity as a community to walk in that kind of generosity that we carry around this precious gift that maybe we share, maybe we don't. And that is just a reflection of our heart posture in the midst of it. There are literally people dying and it's hard because this pandemic has created separation and distance between all of us. And if you're an introvert, you just go more intro. <laughs> you just like go even, either, even further inside. And God is a generous God. This is just the beginning of us finding out what it means to open our arms to this community, to open our arms to this neighborhood, to be those who are risky again who are not playing it close to the chest just to, just to make sure it all works out before we risk. That we are so willing to step out there for peace, generously give our life away. Why does violence seem to rage so many times? Injustice seems to rage so many times. We are attempting to leave a legacy by protecting all we have.
which the greatest legacy we can receive is giving what we have to those that follow. And those stars, those people in Scripture would do that boldly. Ruth would hand the gift behind her and Boaz would give birth to David's grandfather. They would pass it behind them. This is a legacy that we're called to leave. Blessed, blessed peacemakers. This is a moment for us in our community, in our body, where we establish this is who we are. That we are peacemakers, God. We are not those who are gathering around what we can protect from the world. But we are being like our Father and giving what we have and leaving peace in our wake. Look what you have inside of you to share. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body, in our body and in our body, that we carry the light of Jesus the ultimate star shining above us. That we would leave peace wherever we go. Because it's very difficult to carry the presence of Christ and scarcity. We can't do both. When you start to understand who he is and what he's done for you, You are ready to risk it all again. You are ready to open your arms again. You are ready to love radically again. And knowing that we are all leading. We are all leading. There are those who are coming behind us. And where are we leading? Is it to Christ or is it to chaos? May we be those who connect and understand the generosity of this kingdom. You guys want to stand up? I thank you, Father, for your blessedness of this community. I thank you right now for all the souls that will come to you as a result of our ministry here, God. I thank you for all of those who will find peace in the wake of our body. I thank you for all of those who will find family 
as we anticipate and understand that Christmas is coming and that you have come and are coming, help us to be those who dream about, who think about all of those who will come behind. That we will consider our lives as sacrifice for those who are following God. That we would build and begin to build a culture here of concern for those who are following Jesus. That we would continue to care for the marginalized and that we would continue to share Christ and all of his beauty and all of his grace. God, I thank you for every person here and ask in Jesus' name right now that you would just remove anxiety, that you would remove concern, that you would remove a closeness, a close-handedness in this season, God. That you would let us risk again. That you would let us open our arms to you so that you can create and do what you do, Father. Get us ready for this coming harvest. Get us ready for this coming harvest, God. For what we cannot see, let us see it with your eyes. Right now, that we will see all of those to the right and to the left of us hungry for you. Hungry for your word, God. And I thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to love you and to love your people. In Jesus' name.